Welcome again to The Actress Bell. This is Denise Borratrapat. If you are new to the podcast, a special welcome. I am so excited to have you here and for you to be part of this community. And for the people who've been listening to this podcast for a while, thank you so much. I, I feel so honored to have you here and welcome back. So I'm really excited to be back in English. If you don't know and if you haven't been able to listen to the episode last week, it was a special episode in Spanish because I interviewed uh, one of the most important Spanish cinematographers right now in Hollywood. And, you know, I am from Spain, so we had the chance to do it in Spanish. He communicates way better in Spanish. So we said, just let's do it. So if you were lucky enough to be able to understand and listen to the episode, you realize that Pablo was an amazing person. He had so much value to give. And for those of you who unfortunately don't speak Spanish and couldn't understand the episode, I will be uploading snippets that I think are very important for all actors to hear on the Instagram of the Actors Vow, and that's at the Actors Vow. And I will be translating them for you to understand. I am still over the moon with that interview, how it went. I hope I will be able to do more interviews in Spanish. So if you are a Spanish speaker, that is going to be happening too. And for, from now on, today we have English. And next week, I am hoping to bring another awesome guest that's also going to be in English. Before we start the episode this week, I wanted to introduce the Sunday Spotlight of this week. Yes, we have this again last week. I also missed it because of the special Spanish episode. But this week, the Sunday Spotlight is Michael Garcia or Mike Garcia. And I'm very excited for you guys to read his interview because basically he's one of my best friends. We met in college. We've been on stage many, many, many times. He was uh, Molly's dad in Peter and the Starcatcher where I played Peter he was in Machinal and he was in Maratzat. He's basically been in almost all the theater productions I've done in the US. And he moved to LA a couple months after I did. I kind of convinced him to move here. And he's been doing amazing things. Right now he has a short that is on Amazon Prime and he's working really, really, really hard. I'm very excited for you to read his interview. He's a very grounded person, very, very talented. And he has really amazing things to say. If you want to find him before this Sunday, where you will be able to read his full interview on the Actors Vow Instagram, he has an Instagram handle and that's at Garcia1295. At G-A-R-C-I-A-1295. So in this week's episode, I wanted to talk about creating art. And not just creating art, but creating art nowadays in our contemporary world. I feel like The world right now is globalized. The world right now has a lot of information. The world right now might be really chaotic, especially, you know, we're living through a world pandemic that, you know, that hasn't happened in hundreds of years. So right now it's a pretty crazy, hectic moment. And you might be wondering, a lot of you might be thinking, you know, what can I do right now? And a lot of you might be having the passion and the, need and that urge inside you to create but the question is what and maybe you might not be finding what is speaking to you or maybe you find what speaks to you but you don't know if that's what the world needs and I was rereading 
and then you act by Anne Bogart one of my favorite books ever for any artist that I read and read again and again whenever I need to feel inspired and she has a little chapter not even a chapter it's a few pages where she talks about creating art and her main thing is that to create art in our world nowadays you have to find out what is missing she talks about this process you know generally of what it is to create as an artist and she's talking about how we live in a culture of excess and that even if we live in a culture where we have everything you know like 50 years ago 100 years ago they didn't have the means the information the the material the anything the education, nothing that we have nowadays. We are very lucky in a way, and in other ways, we have sometimes too much. And she says that in this culture of excess, in this society, even if we have so much, there is always something missing. And that is your role as an artist, as a creator. Your role is to ask yourself, what is it? What is this thing that is missing? Look around and ask yourself, whose stories are missing. Right now, it's such an important moment for that. We are living through Black Lives Matter movement. There are children locked in cages. There are many, many immigration issues, so many sexual trafficking problems going on. There's so much going on in the world. So many stories that have been told, but so many stories that still haven't been told. Yes, we are in an era where theaters becoming more available. Films are everywhere. There's indie films, there's studio films. There are so many stories being told, but there are still some stories that are not being told. Maybe they're not being told in the perspective that they need to be told. What is not being spoken about? There's so many things that we don't speak about because we are scared of. Because someone doesn't want us to talk about them because they make us uncomfortable, because they make the government uncomfortable, whatever it is. Find that and then bingo, you got it. That's what you have to create art about because that's what we are as artists. We are the voice. We are the creators of platforms where conversations start. When you find this what is missing, you will find what you need and should create. According to Anne Bogart, what is missing in our society right now, and this book was written a few years ago, but it's still very, very relevant. So according to her, what is missing is imaginative space unmediated public conversation. She is saying that a kind of theater that is like a gym for the soul is what is missing. A theater that makes the audience participate in ways that are not asked of them in daily life. We go through life as spectators many times. We go through life like we go to the movies to sit down and relax. We go through life just observing but not responding. Of reacting we need to create the theater that challenges people that makes them think in ways that they are not being asked to think every day that makes them see things in different ways that they wouldn't see any other way if they hadn't gone to that theater Anne Bogart says that the media message right now is that 
your purpose in life is to spend money. And again, this was written years ago, but it's still very relevant. And right now in the media, we have other messages, you know. Our purpose right now is to stay safe from the virus. Our purpose right now is that none of what is happening is actually your business. We have to let the smart guys do it. And this has been like this for many years. And this is our job, to show the audiences that this is not the truth. That we are missing so many things, that we have brains, that we have power, and they have, we have so many things to talk about that are not being talked about. We are missing hope, we are missing excitement, we are missing encouragement, we are missing celebration of all that is complex and makes us human. We are missing so many voices. And this is what we do as artists. It is no accident that the formation of theater in ancient Athens was coincided with the birth of democracy. We as artists go with history. We as artists move with what's going on in society. The first performance of Euripides' play served as a town meeting about refugee issues. How crazy is that? That this sounds like something that could be happening nowadays. Like, realistically, like, refugee issues. In ancient Greece, they were already dealing with these things. And we're still there. We're still there, and as artists, we're still having that responsibility. Back then, all Athenian citizens were required to attend the theater as a preparation for voting. Did you know that? It provided a forum where the most challenging issues of the day could be discussed in true complexity. Even back then, the theater was being censored and the theater was looked upon in many ways by the government. Why? Why? Because the theater made people think, because the theater brought out the truth. And these issues, this true complexity, even back then, was not being discussed by politicians, was being discussed by the greatest poets and the greatest artists. And it's the same nowadays. The biggest issues we have right now in the world are not, are not going to be solved by politicians and are not going to be talked about by the media and the politicians and the things that we see every day that consume us. Those things are going to be talked by us, by you, by you. And you have the power to do that, to bring to the table those conversations, to bring to the table those voices, to bring awareness to those things. So that is the art you should be creating. If right now you're asking yourself, you know, I want to write this script or I, write, I want to write this play. I want to do this. I want to be do that, that. But I don't know exactly about what. Just look around you. Just take a look and ask yourself what is missing. According to Anne Bogart, what is missing from our society and what theater does is to humanize those who have been dehumanized by the assumptions and frozen values of the world we inhabit. It's so ironic that this was written years ago and I bet someone would have written this 50, 100, 200, 500, 1000 years ago. I bet this would have been told back then because... History repeats itself and because artists, the artist world in society hasn't really changed. To be an artist, you need to be curious about humanity because we explore humanity. We are part of humanity. We are the biggest tool for humanity to advance and become better. You have to be curious about the things that are not obvious. 
you have to be curious about the things that lie in the darkness you have to be curious about the things that are not being talked to you have to be curious and ready to talk about all the things that people are too scared too afraid too uncomfortable to talk about that is the art you should be creating this is my rant for today i am keeping it very short we had a very long episode last week we'll have a very long one next week i'm hoping i hope this made sense i hope you understand that you are so powerful that you have a voice you have a platform you have tools and this is your moment now before i say goodbye to you i want to bring the play of the week and this week i'm bringing a play that i have no doubt you all have read or heard about even if you haven't read it so if you haven't read it you will do now and the play is wit by margaret edson i hadn't read this play until like a year ago surprisingly i know And it's one of those plays that also really, really stayed with me. I actually read it because I was looking for a female monologue. And I heard this was, you know, basically a whole monologue, the whole play. Honestly, personally, I don't think it works because it is the age difference. You know, it's not something I would use for uh, an audition. It is something that I would use to work on my acting skills, to challenge myself for an acting class even. Like, you could use that for... If you're asked for a monologue, something that you want to find a challenge, this is something I would absolutely do. It's not something I would use for an audition as a female. Read this play, study the monologue, study the character, get comfortable with it. It's an amazing piece of art. It's one of those plays that I really hope I get to be part of when I grow older and you know mature enough to be able to represent this character and understand this character. And it's all 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 its complexity so if you haven't read it wit by margaret edson an incredible play it's a pulitzer prize winner for a reason so thank you so much for joining me this week i feel so honored of this community we're building i get so excited every time you guys message me dm me with questions you guys the other day you submitted questions i asked if you had questions um on the instagram i will do a whole episode answering questions so if you have any questions stories anything you want to tell me anything you want me to talk about in the podcast don't hesitate to dm me either my personal instagram at denise borratribat or the actors vow instagram at the actors vow also sunday spotlight submissions are still open i love reading your interviews i love sharing your stories so that is on the website www.theactorsvalve.com there is a section with the submission for sunday spotlight you just have to answer a quick form and i will get back to you as soon as possible also don't forget to subscribe on itunes and leave a review and follow the actors well on social media instagram facebook twitter and youtube thank you again and i'll see you next wednesday